Like, you know, like he even has a kid on the way with what? two different kids. And I'm just like, and you're still pressed on wanting to be with him. And you still think you're the main piece? Yes, <laughs> you know? Welcome back to the podcast, guys. We are your hosts, Natasha. And Steph. Back with another episode, like, every week. And we have a special guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we get to know her, we do want to give you guys a shout-out, a thank you. You guys have been nothing but supportive, and we love it here. Like, the support has been real. Um, the engagements. Yeah. The sharing, the likes, all of that. Yeah, you um, guys been reposting, so keep doing that. Keep telling a friend. Keep telling your girlfriend, your side piece. Your situationship. Your <laughs> Everything. Mama. Tell the kids, too, at this point. <laughs> right? We for <laughs> the Tell kids. them to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's get into this episode. I'm excited. Awesome, awesome. So our special guest today is named Selena, and she's awesome. She's a social worker. She just got her master's, so shout outs to that. <laughs> thank you. Cheers. <laughs> thank Congrats. you. Congrats. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> salud, salud, salud. salud. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yes. What should we start with first? Um, so you're a social worker. Yes, I am. Yes. Okay. Why social work? Like, why did you choose that as a career? You know, it's funny. I actually started with teaching. I always wanted to educate the youth and prepare them for the real life situations, things yeah. that I was never prepared for. Right, right. You know, like, like, I can I can relate. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I always was just on that streak. But then when I got to college and I sat in a few courses, I was like, this isn't it. You know, this is a curriculum. This is set in stone. This is not Selena's oh. piece. This is what the government is making me say. Oh. So with social work, you know, it's it's a broad, it's a spectrum. And when I took one intro to social class, um, just as like a elective, like an elective. Yeah, 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 literally an elective, and I fell in love. And I was like, oh crap, this is my calling. Like mm-hmm. I'm here, and I did it. I mean, it's you know, it, the main focus is making sure that you're setting up a human being. Doesn't matter what they look like, what they do what their situation is you're setting up a human being for success that's what i want to do so that's isn't that like a little bit scary like i feel like that's like raising kids definitely um i feel like you know well with me like working in brooklyn especially i work with about oh man the ages range from 14 to 22 years old so imagine having teenagers like teenage kids basically you know and you're literally like keeping it real with them you know and that's and that's the problem is that a lot of people are sugarcoating and i'm telling you like the more you do this, the more, like, this is what's going to happen. I don't want to blast certain, you know, situations, yeah. but I have a lot of, the you know. The more you sugarcoat, the less, yeah, you I know, guess, out- positive outcomes you'll get. Exactly. You know, and I, I see a lot of people telling these youth, you know, well, you have to, like, get good grades. You know, you go have to, to college. You have to go to college, you know, but it's so, not that. You got to figure out what, like, who you, are they? You know, yeah, like, you what do they want to do? You know, because yeah. the more you push these, like, oh, well, college makes you this, like, spectacular person and, like, you know. This a degree defines who you are. That's not the worst. It. Like you're fucking with their mental health. Yes, like, you yeah. know that all that does is create depression, stress, anxiety, loans. You know, yes. stress over Death. loans. <laughs> Death, you know, and it, it just prepares you for failure. You know, so I always tell my students like, do what you want to do, not what people are telling you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's just what we. But it's what so it, hard at such a young age, like for the fourteen to twenty two, when you don't have like real life experience to to be like. I want to be this. Like, there's some people who can, like, who've always known, like, I, I, like I want to be a cop. I feel like at age, they're still, like, dreamers kind of thing. 
know yeah. what I mean? Like, you still have, like, a... Because I feel like at that age, I was a dreamer. I'm like, you know, before reality hit me and knocked yes. me the fuck out, oh, I was like, yo, at 14, I was like, yo, when I hit 18, I'm going to get my own apartment. I'm a, I don't even marry. I'm going to get <laughs> oh, man. Right? And then reality hit, I'm like... You know what? It's tough. It's tough. Here. <laughs> you know, so. and things happen, you know, and like you realize, you know, like this is probably not the track that I was meant to be on. You yeah. know, like I maybe I don't need to like go to college. I mean, not to say college is great. I'm pro go, college. Go to stay in school. Stay in school, kids. <laughs> if it's for you. If it's for you. Yeah. If it's for you, exactly. You know, why come like all this debt? You know, why set these kids up to fail in like the long run because at know? the end yeah you go to college four years and then all of a sudden you yeah. change your mind with what yeah. you want to do you and went to Fordham University yes. right so I How went to Fordham like? it was in the Bronx ow, right <laughs> so I actually did go to Fordham University again I'm from a New York City public school girl like most people are but I don't feel like that public school system got me ready for Fordham like oh. it was so tough in the beginning like just feeling like oh crap like I don't know these things like my you know, and the English teacher didn't. Yeah, my like, papers were like hilarious. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I don't know if everyone knows me and stuff went to high school together, so we had Miss Shof. Oh, and yeah. if you say, you know, like that was the strictest teacher in the world. Like you yeah, couldn't yeah. like really? mess up. She her like class. went to Harvard. Oh, Natasha met her. Yeah, yeah. I did. When we went to like, she had a, a book club kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Shout yeah, out to yeah. Miss Shof. Yo, mm-hmm. she's yeah. really doing. She's good really great on like time management. Oh yeah, she straightened me up, and I thought, oh, I had Miss Shof. I'm good, and I was like, I got to him and I was like my papers were a joke I was like oh my god this is embarrassing (laughs) but you know I got you know I got comfortable the more I you know was in but it was it was a great experience you know shout out to Fordham shout out to my masters from Fordham you know I (laughs) I did it you know and it was it was worth it it was so worth it but you know again I wanted to be a social worker so Mm -hmm. now the debt that I have now I understand you know like it's like damn but, you know, it you got me my this. dream job. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It got me my dream job. So that's, mm. that's what really matters, you know? Nice. Dealing with kids at that age, is it like, I don't know, do they give you attitude? Like, do, oh, are they stubborn? Are me? Oh, Because <laughs> I know at that age. Oh, I, man. I, I It's, you know, the fam- you My name is that? Miss. Oh, man. Oh. Well, I'm very strict. So believe it or not, I am maybe twice their height, like, shorter-wise. <laughs> like, they are always, like, six feet and above, and I'm only five foot. But, you know, you have to set that tone in the beginning. You have to let them know, like, I'm going to keep it as real as you. You know, I curse with my students. Like, I really? I oh, talk cool. to them. Yeah, because you have to change your cap. I'm not going to sit here and talk to you very professional when I know that you talk my native language, which is Brooklyn. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. we have our own language. Like, yeah, and yeah. I know that if you hear me talk in a way that you understand, you're going to, oh, okay, this is someone who gets me. This is someone yeah. who kind of, like, so I guess it's I'm not disrespectful or anything. It's not just, at all. You know, and, you know, I would never curse at them. But like in a sense, if I'm telling them a story, you know, the word shit might come out. You know, <laughs> can you believe that this bitch, you know, I would say things <laughs> like that, you know. But, um, you know, and they, they like that. They feel comfortable. They feel like, OK, this is not such an authority figure. This is mm-hmm. someone that's looking out for me in the long yeah. run. And when they mess up, oh, huh. You know, there's, you there's jokes. Yeah, like Selena's boot camp. You know, that's oh. a real thing. Like Miss Wallace's boot camp. We don't want to do that. Like it's because I, I don't play that. Like I don't play that. Um, But again, it's about your tone, you know, and these are kids who think they are better than you and that they are like, <laughs> I know it all at 16 years old. Really? And it's like, honey, what do you what do you think about the cancel culture? Like, for example, when they mess up, like, for example, Chris, Chrissy Teigen, who like she made some mistakes and like basically told someone to commit suicide when she was young and misguided. She apologized. She grew from it. But, like, cancel culture is real. What do you think about that? Is that, like, a good, Mm. bad situation? Is it healthy, unhealthy? You know, I don't agree with the cancel culture because I believe that we all make mistakes. Yeah, like, how are you supposed to grow if you don't, like, 
exactly. have mishaps. Do you know anyone that is completely perfect that never made a mistake before? It's. I feel like if we were to make it, listen, we're going to go back to shit <laughs> yeah. that we said. And we didn't we mean that way. already and we didn't yeah. make it. <laughs> you see? Like, yeah. and, and it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be that what you say could get you canceled. Yeah, you know, yeah, it yeah. should be that you People should be allowed every to day. talk. Yes, you yeah. grow, you know. And I have students that are, you know, in the streets, you know, gang banging, you know, mm-hmm. trying to develop these brotherhoods because they don't they don't have that. So it's yeah. like to them, it's not a mistake making a relationship. But mm-hmm. in the long run, you know, sometimes, you know, things may happen where yeah. you find yourself in a situation where your bros. Cost you your life, your yeah, freedom. You know, sometimes and, that's all they know, like that that's their surrounding. Because and, they don't have it at home. Yeah. Know? Like, yeah, yeah. honestly, and it's 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 getting it's getting more scary now, especially with our pandemic and just the financial struggle that a lot of people are facing right now. I'm noticing it. I'm just noticing, like, a huge increase in just, like, unhealthy mental health right now. Like, I am... Do you think it's getting worse? Oh, my gosh. It's getting to the point now where I feel like people are giving up. And, you know, right now I'm working with the court. So I'm dealing with a lot of different cases and stuff. And I'm I'm noticing that these cases, these situations that they're in, it's like, you know, stealing food from a a supermarket to eat, you know, or Mm -hmm. stealing clothes to, to, like clothe their little siblings you know just, just to for survival not yeah. like because they want to yeah. you know not because i'm cool for stealing you know carter's yeah. they need infant it. t-shirts you know like they obviously are stealing an infant size outfit for a reason you know mm-hmm. and instead of just locking someone up for two years help like let's figure out what we can do to make sure that you don't need to steal clothes yeah what you need to do to not steal food you know because then is that why you went in that direction like dealing honestly with... yeah and i had a lot of family members in the correctional facilities and criminal just dealing with anything involving the courts you know mm-hmm. i've always been around that my whole life um you know my uncle's making you know mistakes and stuff cousins and stuff but i i've always watched them grow you know in a different way like when they are inside and but not all of them you know i have some God, I feel bad because if they are watching this, they're gonna be like, "How no, dare no, she?" Like, but it, but that's an inspiration. It, though. Yeah. That's a personal, know, so. personal experience that I guess makes you relate more to your clients or your yeah, job. Yeah, like. you know, and I, and I let them know, like I, I've seen this. You know, I've seen mm-hmm. someone go through an attempted murder charge. You know, because they're bending for their life or they're they're fighting for someone. You know, important to them, like a brother or a sister. But again, a mistake doesn't define someone. Like, yeah. You know, and that's how I see it. You know, I mean, I'm not saying like all the pedophiles should be like released. I'm not saying that either. But what I am saying is like you look at someone who's stealing food, someone that's stealing clothing, instead of labeling them as this criminal and locking them away for two years, let's do something different, you know? And that's what I do now, you know, like my job. That's all we do. All we do. So we're like an alternative to incarceration. So instead of someone serving time inside, they come to our program, you know? Oh, nice. But it's not your regular drug program, you know? It's not you're here. We're going to drug test you every week. To make sure you're not using and put you in a group about not using drugs. No, we're going to figure out why is it that you need to rely on drugs like OxyContin, um, you know, others like sleeping medication, you know. Um, you know, it's it's not really that they kind of like get you out of it. So you yeah, can deal with you know, like, like what's the stress? It? Like what what is causing the stress, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, you know, we don't we don't force anyone to take drug tests, you know, unless the courts are like, listen, this person needs to get drugs at least once a month, you know? And then no. we're like, OK, cool, you know? But we're not going to, like, pound you down and, like, oh, my God, like, you smoked weed again. Oh, crap. Like, let's send you away. Like, that's it. No, we got to figure out why you're so stressed out. Like, what's going on, you know? How long long do your programs, like? 
Oh, so yes. it depends on your charge. So uh, all our misdemeanor clients, you know, they serve about like three months um, oh. in our program. Three to six months, it depends on the charge, of course. And anyone with a felony or above is always a year, maybe less than a year. What depends. if like their time to be there is up, but they still want to go? Is that an option? Oh, yeah. Walk-ins yeah, really? all the time. Yeah, nice. you don't even have to be involved, you know, with, with the criminal justice. I mean, like, you know, we, we make sure that we're setting up humans. Like, that's the most important part. It's that's human the bigger beings. goal. What's the yeah. bigger goal, though? The big goal. Or the dream. It's honestly to make sure that everyone has the tools to be successful, you know, that no one, no matter what they're going through, has to suffer because they don't have enough resources. They don't have they're not living in the right area. They're not working the right type of job. You know, it's about making sure that you're set up. No, I, if I was not working and I needed to go to get like employment services, I can do that. Oh, nice. Does it Drop matter? There. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and that's what I appreciate. I appreciate the fact that it's not just like, okay, we're going to focus on you not using no more and just like, that's it. No, like we're going to have groups. We're going to have therapy. We're going to have conversations, you know? I feel like schools should have that too. Yeah. yeah. They have like counselors and shit. But they don't even talk but, about none of that. Yeah, not every and not every student gets that. Like nope. you have to be going through like uh right. You have something to something that's something, considered like have like an IEP. Exactly. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. and that's that's like one of the, the sad things is you know we don't have enough mental health counselors in school systems. Like that's not a mandatory thing, you know. Yeah, and it's yeah. you know I'm not it's saying true. every kid needs therapy, but I'm saying like it doesn't hurt to talk about mental health once in a while, you know, yeah, or yeah. set aside, you know, we could just mental health and no schoolwork. Like I feel like that's possible. Like. It's not going to hurt your education. You're not going to be less dumb because you got a week of just mental health, you know, break, you know, instead yeah, of just true. studying, you know. But like, for example, uh, I guess a personal experience that we can relate to was when one of the students where we went to high school, uh, Kimani Gray, when mm-hmm. he was shot. And I remember that week, like due to um, what do you call it? Like Black Lives Matter. Uh, I remember that week, everyone in school, even if you knew him or not, everyone was like, it was a rough yeah. week for people mentally whether you were a student whether you were a teacher oh, alumni if you were a parent yeah. like yeah that was something that was super close to people and i'm sure the counselor there was, was only one yeah. for like four different grades so many kids per grade so many lives impacted and it's like people didn't want to go to school people didn't know what else to do they wanted to cut class they wanted to like get yeah violent. even if you were around that person it affects everyone oh my god yeah. i mean i had graduated the year that that happened that was my first year in college and i remember hearing about it and i came back to the school yeah and i remember checking in on miss bray and miss transu just making sure like they were okay because that's yeah, also that's the administration tough. like that's mm-hmm. it's hard on students and that but i you know, it's funny that you mentioned that you said one person, but how many security guards do we have in, at um, our school? So many. That's what I mean. Like, and that's what we're experiencing now. There's so much more policing and so much more, like... Like metal detectors. We have more metal oh, detectors than counselors. Yes, <laughs> it's so crazy to me. Like, that, that always bugged me out, you know? And that's what's happening now. Like, you know, but shout out to NYC. I heard now we have social workers on the field with the officers now. So oh, now yeah, we're helping nice. out mental health situations my cousin is actually doing it now and she's telling me like it's way better than before you know like they're able to de-escalate we go to school four years plus for this we're trained for mental health like Mm -hmm. how to de-escalate so now to have that in the police force not saying it's going to change tomorrow but i do feel like that's slowly heading in the right direction you know yeah like instead of sending officers that have two hours of of a class on mental health on how to de-escalate i think it's better that we have professionals experts on the field this time and let's hope that something changes oh yeah i believe like after it was like a grandmother that the cops kind of like dislocated her shoulder 
after that, they were like, we'll send out people who have like mental health issues. We'll send out people who are trained in that and not cops. Exactly. That way, like we'll have less uh, brutality going around. I remember yeah, that. You would think that's like common sense though from like jump. Like, you know, like that's something that should have been installed. You know? <laughs> Seriously. But, believe it or not, the, and the National Association of Social Workers have been fighting for uh, social workers to be in the police force for like 20 years. Wow. Like, so this has been something that they've been always trying to get, but now finally it's in place, you know, and it's, you know, we can't say too much yet, but we're hoping that, you know, statistics show that it increases, you know, like we're, you're looking at the numbers kind of back back up yeah. what you guys think. Yeah. You know, nice. And just yeah. Yeah, that's not like a like a lot. Like how do you deal with that with like yeah. work? How do you balance oh, your life? life in general? Yeah. So like, you know, family. Some, yeah. Wow. You know, and I'm a mom, single mom of an autistic daughter, you know. So I remember in the beginning, I was bringing home my stress. Like I was bringing oh. home all the work, like all my clients, what they were going through the, you know. It's hard, especially when you empathize. It's yeah, because those to. are my babies. Are right. you kidding me? Like right. all 13 of those 20 year olds <laughs> are my kids. I don't care that I'm only 25 years old. Those are my babies. <laughs> like, you know, you treat them like that. So. But, you know, it, it, I had to learn the hard way, like, how to just balance, you know, because mm-hmm. um, motherhood always is going to come first. Like, that's something that by law to me, it's just it. But yeah. I also want my daughter to see her mom making a difference in people mm-hmm. and just creating this bridge of, like, successful, I don't know, like, mental health you know, increasing, like, you nice. know, just give me something, you that's know. True. like That's right. Do you think people like you, like social workers, um, should be, like, in therapy? Not for, oh, like, a bad thing. But, I like, you know how therapist. they say therapists should have therapy? Yes. I definitely don't trust a therapist who does not have their own therapist. Amen. How? Really? Like, really? Amen. I always tell people, like, that's what I learned in grad school. It's you get a therapist because really? that's how you, like, you know, like, if you really feel like you're having, like, these feelings of, oh, crap, I'm taking work home and I'm just so stressed out and I'm thinking about my kids and yeah. I'm thinking about my... It's a lot. It's too much, you yeah. know? And it's, you know, I speak to my therapist, what, like, um, well, we, we, you know, it's if it, sometimes I need it weekly, sometimes I need it bi-monthly, sometimes I probably need it every three months, you know? It's just, it's it depends, a way... Yeah. yeah, it really depends. But it's, but it's good to have it. It's good to, of for course, it to be Of course, I'm pro-therapy needs, like, therapists all need same, therapy. Same, same. Yes, yeah. no, it, it's hard. You can't And that's off my one therapy session that I got, like, two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually never had one at all, nah, but I have. want to so bad. Yeah. But then I also feel like this is, like, therapy for me because it's just venting. It's it just is talking. True. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes. So I feel like that's what I'm going to do with a therapist. Um, yeah. Sometimes, it's, of course, going to be a little bit deeper, deeper things that, you of know, course. I probably don't discuss on this pod. But yeah, I pro therapy all the time. Exactly. Oh, for sure. You know, and it's it's really funny that you mentioned that because I do a course on hip hop therapy because it's the same thing. My students are like, "Wait, what? Oh, hip hop yeah, therapy? Cool. <laughs> I didn't even know that was Wait, a thing. What? <laughs> I know that was. She said it like it was nothing. Hip hop therapy? No, yeah. there's more. There Honestly, was more. so hip hop therapy. Uh, shout out to Professor Tyson. May he rest in peace. Um, this is just a theory that that you know it's probably like I want to say like less than fifty years old, and okay. it proves that lyricism is a way event you know we have i i would agree yeah, 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 yeah you know yeah, yeah. so this Not is a curriculum artist but for for listeners for as humans well. yes yeah, like yeah. i don't know about you guys but when i'm stressed out heartbreak whatever i'm blasting music i'm yeah, singing the course. words to songs that mad that make sense to what i'm going through mm-hmm. of course so imagine creating 
things that, and you don't even have to be an artist. Like I tell my students all the time, like I'm not looking for SoundCloud rappers. I'm not looking for anyone that's trying to. I don't want anyone that can get no. you up there. Okay? But if you are, you know, yes. shout out to you. But you know, but it's like I'm hard. not trying to sign you or anything. No, not at all. Not at all. You this know? is not a record deal, but <laughs> exactly. But then the students who are SoundCloud, I'm sorry, are rappers. Oh, there that's are like, some. I do have uh, so many, and when I put them at the, because at the end of the curriculum, I put them in a studio where they can actually work on their final piece and create oh, a track. Cool. You might get signed. Yeah, so they get so excited. They're like, Miss, you get any studio time for free? I'm like, I got you. Come on, like, you know. Say less. But, you know, so hip hop therapy, it's a, it's a curriculum about like 12 to 16 weeks. And what I do is I really focus on, um, just like, you know, we go over different lyricists. Like, I go over Tupac, I go over J. Cole, uh, Kendrick Great. Lamar, Drake. Certain rappers, you know, that um, are saying things in their songs that we don't miss because we hear the beat, you know? Like, we're not hearing what they're John, going John through. Joyner Lucas is another one. He, he has, like, great messages behind his songs. Thank you. I always tell students to put me on. I, I love Joyner Lucas, yeah. See? Good. Yeah. So you guys have to put me on. See, I have no idea. His thing sounds like on. poetry, kind of. Like, at least how he writes. Yeah. It sounds like... No, you gotta listen like to poetry for sure. His like, "I'm Not Racist" video. Ooh. You gotta see the video and listen to it because it's like about it deals with racism from a person who's black, their perspective, and then from a person who's uh, white, their oh. perspective. And it's like a young person, a young black person. And He's it's definitely like, like a, a storyteller. Yeah, I should yeah. put this definitely in my curriculum. Yo, <laughs> put that, put that in there. No, shout us out. Shout us out. Yeah, well, shout <laughs> out. <laughs> your shit there. No, but that is. Niggas have always said that. Yo, shout us out. I mean, I don't rap, but you know, right? <laughs> no, but you know, and, it, and it's like that because it's you know, again, I'm working with the mi a minority population. You know, I get Hispanic, I get African American, I get I get so many different like. Well, honestly, I'm not gonna lie; those are what I get. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. I get Asian population as well, but they don't know how to talk to a therapist, like you said. Yeah. They don't know. I feel like minorities were never taught. Like that wasn't even a thing. No, my yeah. mom was like, "You don't need therapy. You're not crazy." As soon as <laughs> you say therapy, you they do not think have to you be crazy. crazy. It's a trigger. They're like, "Yo, no," because of I I was told by you know. My mother. I don't want to, you know, <laughs> by, by a close by an anonymous, anonymous person. <laughs> but um, no, she said that like if you do get too intense to um in therapy, they might think you're actually crazy, and they might have to do some things that like you know. Yeah, and you know that's funny because we do the like for me, I'm trying to do the opposite. I am not trying to diagnose you're trying you. To, okay, I'm trying to see like you know like I. But if I feel like you need to be diagnosed, of course I'm gonna diagnose you. But yeah. if I feel like Let's keep talking. Like, wait, we're getting somewhere, you know? Like, let's focus on that. But I'm not going to focus on, oh, she's telling me too much. She might be crazy. You know? like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what she's doing. Like, oh. But that's what my mom told me, too. It's like, don't tell she's them like, all you your You might business. walk out of there strapped up. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I won't go. I won't go. <laughs> all hooked up on medication. Right. And stuff. Oh, man, that was my mom's big. And even, like, to this day, I still feel like my mom is not okay with mental therapy, but yet yeah. loves what I do. <laughs> and I'm just like, but I am. Does she get, does she get free, uh, I guess, sessions with you? Oh, basically, yeah. Yeah, she's so lucky. And all my friends, too. I feel like a lot of my friends, no offense friends but i feel like a lot of them are coming to me for advice now you know and it's like they want to hear my opinion so bad and it's like wait like you know i don't want to diagnose you they're like you think i'm bipolar i'm gonna tell you why and i'm like wait 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 <laughs> you feel that with this podcast too that I, a therapy I session? Them, yes. yes. No, but they I start asking me questions, and I'm like, I, I'll discuss it on the pod. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, they'll be like, yeah. how do you feel about this? I just want to let it be known that we do not have all the answers, especially yes. I feel like when we do the Put Yourself in My Shoes yeah. segment, like, 
you know, we give you advice, but that doesn't mean you have to take it. Like, yeah. we're just like, this is what we would do, but if this is not your yeah, situation. Yeah. Like, But it it's always good you. to hear, you know, yeah, different yeah. Exactly. Same so, social work, you know, yeah. we're not here to tell you what to do. We're here to tell you the steps that will help you, Um, you know, but if you don't want to take it, you don't. You don't, you don't have to. It's up to you, you know? Like, I'm just here to help as much as I can, you know? Right, right, mm-hmm. right, right. And, you know, and it, it's it's funny because the way how I really engaged my students was I was actually doing my field placement. So I wasn't getting paid. So I would tell them, like, I'm here for free. Like, <laughs> I am not even getting paid for this. Like, I am getting college credits, which is great. But to them, college credits is nothing. They were like, oh, so you're not even getting paid and you actually give a crap about me? Like, you actually care about what I have to say? Like, you know, yeah. and, and that's important to let them know as well that, like, because as the world knows, social workers make zero dollars. Like, we are, like, yeah, on the Yeah, lowest. just hear off the strength, but yeah. we appreciate it. It's thank you. We appreciate that. Don't let nobody that. tell you different. <laughs> no, you know, and shout out to social workers. We need more money. Like, <laughs> no offense. Y'all for real. But yeah. therapy ain't cheap either. Like, Seriously. you know, I need, I need to be compensated. No, but, you know, I, I love what I do, you know, but... um. It's we need hard. we need more people like that, not just in social work, but like in any field. Yeah. Just I show like up loving like what you do. Teachers you know? like that. Because mm-hmm. yes. I, I there was some teachers when I was in school and they weren't Who the best didn't teachers. Get they you. didn't care. Mm-hmm. They were there to to do their job and that was it. And it was like Or like maybe because they couldn't get anything else, so they, they landed up there. You can tell. You can literally tell when someone is just there to just do their job and head out. Like exactly. not and give having a shit. someone like that in your life kind of influences you if you look up to them. Yeah. It influences you to like, all right, I'm gonna do what they do. They look like they're doing all right and they yeah. don't even like what they do. So yeah. I'm gonna just get a job but that exactly. does the same thing for me and yeah. I'm not gonna like it. And right. if it worked out for them, it's gonna work out for me. And yeah. it's really not true because when you see someone like that versus someone who loves what they do and get paid for uh, what they do, yeah, I've had teachers. that like till this day like i can think about them like i'm doing something and i'm like oh my god i remember when this person said this to me and like it stuck with me yes because they loved so much of what they did and they were like trying to actually shout out to my teacher because i was someone that was (laughs) yeah i was someone that was always cutting class every single day and they like cared they would you know do their best to like you know, and you kind of right direction, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like, yeah, so. like, like what's so, like, what is it that you need for you to stay in class? You know, like they're looking for that. Like, let me help you. Yeah, how can I get you yes. into class? And not stay? write you up, not send you <laughs> yeah. to detention, yeah. but let I want me you to pass. Out. Yes, you know, and, and that also, makes you feel different. You know, yeah. exactly. And also not just teachers, but like, if you have friends who genuinely look out for you and want the best for you, and like, they're like, don't do this, try this, or I know of someone who can help you with that. Like, you want to have people around that that can help level you up too. Yeah. Exactly. Positive vibes only. Okay. Um yeah. yeah, that was great. I love this mental health episode. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Um do you want to get into uh trendies? We can let's do it cuz I'm down. This <laughs> we're going to switch it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little bit. Awesome. Um so I saw this post on uh Hollywood Unlocked that says First of all, I'm, okay. Anyways, <laughs> men are really the prize because at the end of the day, he's going to be with the woman he wants. Women are going to be with the men that's available. What? So how do you guys feel about that? Because hold I, on, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, one out of ten would not recommend. Um, I don't agree. Like, why don't you agree? Because I don't feel like women, what is it, women stay with whoever's available. There's mad people who's available, and I'm not with them. <laughs> so <laughs> that does not, I don't feel like that's that can relate. But I guess there are some people who settle, but there are other women who are like, no, this is not for me. I know what it is. Like, one door closed, but three more are going to open. So, and you know what's the craziest thing about this? A woman posted this. 
I mean, if that's how she feels, that's how she feels. And why do I, I feel like it. it's like one of my clients that posted that? Because that's a lot. <laughs> it might, I'm going to send you her a day later. <laughs> it <laughs> might be. <laughs> oh, because that's like what my girls are feeling. Like, they just feel like a man is like supposed to be like this, like, oh, where he got like six side holes, but I'm the main one. And it's like, it's like, no. Hold on, no. wait a minute. You know, and I'm like, oh, man. Wait, how old are they? How old are they? 16 to 18. Oh maybe some are 20. Like, oh, at that age? And I'm just like, I'll be dead. No, honey, <laughs> I'm the prize. Like, you want to be with someone like me. Like, mm. no, 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 no. It's not who's available. It's about if you think, like, no, 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 no. I Is that to. what you say to them? Oh, I tell them all the time. Really? It's about self-love and self-worth. They don't, yeah. you don't have that at that age. You know, I you're at like, that age. Yeah. And now all these, They you want know, to be accepted. They want to be down with whatever's going they wanna on. They want to have the big, they want to look like what they're seeing also. You know, they want to have. Media. Yes, they want to have the bodies like Alexis Sky. You know, they want to have like these. Kim K. Kim K bodies, you yeah. know, and like they're trying their <laughs> oh, oh my, my god. god they try their hardest you know and i listen i don't knock anything i believe in whatever makes you love yourself yes I exactly guess. whatever love you do what you got to do mm-hmm. i just you know feel like my girls at 16 should not be so pressed on like this man doesn't like me because his main chick got a bigger butt than me so i've been saving up miss for a brazilian <laughs> butt lift and i'm like yeah. you're 16 and you're preparing yourself for, a for this and how does this guy already have side holes like how old is he oh, oh my <laughs> god like oh no, i'm one of them but listen, and it's <laughs> the like the main one posts you on social media you you want it's like marriage to them. Oh it's my like, God. oh, well, he posted me last night, so I know I'm the. That means nothing, though. You could get posted a thousand times. Yes. And these, some other girls don't care. They're yeah. like, oh, you have a girlfriend? Even kind of into you more. Even, it's like a <laughs> turn on to them. Yeah. It's like, oh, so you're loyal. Like, I you actually can... post your girl. Yeah. Like, I want that. I want that. And they yes. think that because they do that with that girl, they're going to do it with them. Yeah, so it's that's like, crazy. Which is crazy. It's like, listen, if he's cheating on you, don't you think if y'all get together, he's going to cheat on you? <laughs> if nah, you they, met him as a side that. girl, don't you think? <laughs> he going like, to get himself? Yes. Like, that don't add up? But, nah, you know, and I'm trying to think, like, when I was 16, like, was I, like, pressed on that? And I remember, like, being, like, boy hungry or thirsty, whatever the term was, you know, in high school. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because at that age, like, my mom finally let me do my eyebrows. If not, I had one <laughs> eyebrow in middle school. So if you knew me, you knew nah, me. that's important. That's important. Yes, and my mom finally let me get all cute in high school. So I was getting attention. I was like, ooh, this is nice. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that. Yeah, I'm always looking my way. Like, they actually think I'm the cute friend now, you know? And, and then it just, like... Yeah. I don't know. As I got older, I was like, "Oh, how pathetic I was! Like so fiend out for like a bo- like to turn around and it's it's crazy." But now my students are so pressed. I have one student that you know I'm not gonna say too much, but she created a whole social media to like stalk this person. I hear these things. I hear about people creating fake pages. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. You but know, and like, I finstas. Yeah, finstas, <laughs> And I'm just like, okay, so what did you find in your you know FBI search? And she's like, oh, miss, I found out everything. Like you know, like he even has a kid on the way with what? two different kids. And I'm just like, and you're still pressed on wanting to be with him. And you still think you're the main piece? Yes, <laughs> you know. But that's like, so that's, like sense. that post really makes me like get into the head of my young girls right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm wondering why. Like, what is just, causing this? Just the other day, me and Stephanie were having a conversation how, like, there were people that, when we were younger, well, guys, we used to think that they were the shit. You oh know what I mean? Oh, my God. Like, the shit. <laughs> like, we were here, and they were like, yo. Oh, we're like, yeah. yo, we want to get now, with that one day, one day. And now We're not going to we say who they are, where they are, whatever. Yeah. But, but shout out to them. Like, shout out to, to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now that we now, can... It's like now it's like, oh, I'm like, I, love you got this. <laughs> I love that you're doing this. I love that you're a podcast. And they're still in the same like place, which is not a bad thing. 
it's not a bad thing to be, you know, in the same place. Sometimes you're just stuck, which is okay. Mm-hmm. But it's like they're not as like we weren't we were not as in love as we were when <laughs> yeah, we were younger. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when you grow up, you're like, what what was I thinking? Like, <laughs> exactly. oh man, oh, and man. they look the same. Everything is the same. But when you when you're 16, 17, and we're you finally just, getting the attention that we wanted, yes. but we're like, yeah, nah, we're good yeah, <laughs> exactly. When you're 16, 17, you like fall in love so fast oh. and your mind is like i don't know like it's it's listen girls if you're 16 17 take your time i promise please. you that pretty boy that you thought was pretty ain't gonna be that pretty please and there's not there's a lot of guys out there mm-hmm. you know oh man and focus don't on you yeah focus <laughs> i feel like that will swift quote that you said that when he said that you should love yourself yeah you should already be happy just within yourself on yeah. you and then if someone else comes along in your life like they add to your happiness but you're not sad without them yes exactly that advice take it yes. take it yes 100 percent. but yeah that was my trendy nice um i guess trendy. we can do yeah we can do uh fun facts go ahead do you all think? right so this mm-hmm. is we just have one and because it's pride month happy pride um, Shout out I to my wanna... mom. Nice. <laughs> my mom has been with her partner since oh man, since I was like sixteen. Oh in high school. yeah, you guys used to go to the uh, the school dances. Yes, my mom, my stepmom is a really. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Did I go to one of the school dances? Yeah, probably she was there. Yeah, yeah. Yes, my mom was there oh, with she her was partner. There, her mom, her partner. Yep. And everyone there. was like, "Your mom is a lesbian," and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> this was like right when gay rights had passed for all fifty states, oh, and I yeah. was like, had the little rainbow gear. I was like, "Am my mother's gay?" You know, I was so proud of her but nice so yeah. happy pride Ew. uh so this one is from at trevor project from instagram and basically they said transgender and non-binary youth who have their pronouns respected by most people in their lives are 50 percent less likely to attempt suicide oh of course and that's awesome of course and i and we even on our application it says what are your pronouns Oh. You know, like that. I feel like that's when I meet you, I want to know your pronouns, especially in this day and age where I feel like like Demi Lovato kind of thing. Yes, because you never know. That's yeah. very different, though. The one with Demi Lovato is very different to me. Like Wait, she wants oh, you gotta use like them, them and See, they. Like that's yeah. how she wants to. Like that one is very different. So my trick is just say the name, like the first name, like whatever oh. their first name is. That's how I do it, especially in my case notes, because it's very important that you respect the. You know, whenever we meet yeah, with a client, yeah, yeah. always have to do some case notes, and I always make sure if they want to go by Mister, you know, and I clearly know that they're in a transitional period. I always make sure, make note of that. Like this mm, person nice. goes by Mister. Therefore, and then I continue, you know, or if I get too stuck and I don't know how to say them and they, I'm still struggling. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a difficult one, but I'm sure like with practice, yes, we'll get there. Yes. Everyone's pronouns will be respected. Exactly. So. And worst case scenario, go by what their name is. You know, yeah. like, that's what I always, I always say, that's important. especially with nice. students. And, you know, again, always ask like to shout out to my social workers that are in this <laughs> era right now where we have to be sensitive. You never know. Yeah. You know, we have a client right now who's dealing with the courts and, um. You know, they're a transgender person, and to get them housing is very difficult because oh. a lot of times it's like all these men, men, men shelters, but never men transitioning to women shelters. So That's true. Where do you... That's put, true. And there's not that many LGBTQ centers, you know. Mm-hmm. For, yeah. It's, you know, we have, but they're filled, you know. There's only yeah. so many, you know. So it, it's very hard, and you want to make sure that everyone is safe and comfortable. Yeah. You know, you don't want to put accounted someone... accounted for and feels like they don't have to lie on yes. their application yes. for some housing. No, never. You never should have to lie about who you are. Yeah. Point blank. Uh, I just want to say I identify <clears throat> as she. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Same. Just in Same case. here. She. <laughs> <am>. <laughs> um, yeah, do you, do you want... have another one? 
Uh, I do, but you want to get into the uh, products or put yourself in my shoes? You could do the other one. All right. Next fun fact. This is from Uberfax. It says you are, your very existence is a miracle. So when you combine the chances of your ancestors reaching reproductive age, maintaining a continuous lineage, and your parents meeting and successfully reproducing, like the odds of your birth were essentially zero. Mm. So basically, you're a miracle. So treat yourself like a miracle. I love that. Queen, know? okay? Self-worth is the best worth. Okay? Yes. <laughs> yes. I tell my girls this, man. That's all what we focus on. Self-love, man. Like, that is so important. And it's... I feel yeah. like teaching that. How do you guys feel about that? Um, apparently, there's a school out there. I can't remember the name of the school. But there's a school out there that's teaching... This is not about mental health, but they are teaching about sex ed oh. mm-hmm. to kindergartens. Oh, to kindergarten. You know what? Um, how do you guys feel about that? Because that's very different. Yeah, it is they, tough because they're at that age where like they're they're probably like I don't want to say like masturbating because you know they're kids, but they they might be exploring themselves, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this is different. This is new. Like yeah. I like how this feels, and they don't they don't necessarily know like yo I can't do this in public or like. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like exposing myself, kind of thing. But in kindergarten, so, though? yeah, I don't know if kindergarten because you don't know people's like mental state, especially yeah. kids' but mental like, what state. What kind of sex ed? Like, are we talking about sexual intercourse? Or are we talking Some about of body the, parts? The, like the writing that I was doing. Um, it was like, oh, I shouldn't touch myself here, even though something about it feels good. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, like it was, I, it was kind of intense. I would agree on like. Uh, letting them know, like, listen, you shouldn't let anyone else touch you. Yes, you, like you teaching know? boundaries. Yes, boundaries. If, if that if you know, sex ed for kids who are in kindergarten, it deals with that, like knowing who's allowed to touch you if you want them to touch you, or like, you know, depending on who you like, because yeah, right. there there can be kids who are you know boys but identify as girls or True. vice versa. So it's like, but it's good to know to have your boundaries at. Uh, you know, at a young age, because some kids get molested, and they're oh, like, man. "Yeah, that's they're what like, I, oh, was I didn't know. About. I, was... I didn't know that that wasn't supposed to happen." Kind yes. of thing. But my if you social have... worker brain turned on when you said that. I was like, and that's a way for because a lot of the times, like when I hear my students talk and they're saying, "Like, yeah, I was molested at five and six, I'm like, "What?" Right. Like, yeah. Like that's it's in, it's insane. Five and six. Years but old, usually, are getting molested, well, you know, not usually, but the stories that I've heard are usually from older people that are doing that to the kids. Yeah. Like I've never heard from kid to kid. Um. But, but I, I do think like, you should. They yeah. should be taught taught yeah. at a young age. I don't know if kindergarten. If it's is that thing. kind of sex ed, if it's like if you it's know, like, like where the babies come from, I don't think that's the mm-hmm. right age. I don't think so. But either. you know, keep it keep it that the swan dropped off the stork, <laughs> yeah. whatever, oh, yeah. whatever he is flying. The stork took you know, <laughs> dropped Sa- off. Santa that. brought it for Christmas. Yes, kind of thing. yes. But like maybe like you know, I would probably middle school. I wish that they did a little bit more sex ed for me. Oh, like my middle school sex ed was about menstrual cycle. Which was cool because mm-hmm. I feel like my mom, like, you know, was very vague with that. It was yeah. like, listen, and I was a very late person. Like, I didn't start menstruating until I was way later. Like, all my friends already doing it. I wasn't. <laughs> so, but, you know, middle school like that, you know, it was a woke period. But I wish that they taught that, like, you know, more like, you know, it's not appropriate to, mm-hmm. you know, touch your things like that. But yeah. I don't think in elementary or kindergarten. Yeah, I don't think much. they're there at that age. No, but talk they're... about boundaries. Talk about how yeah. nobody should touch your private, you know, yeah, or like. Yeah. If you feel uncomfortable with someone hugging you in a certain position, then Speak you should up. be... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I don't agree with, like, 
No, like, don't touch yourself in kindergarten. Like, what? <laughs> and that also fucks up with their me- mental health, too, I think. Yes. Just yeah. talking about things like that. Yeah. And you're speeding know. them up. Like, calm down. They're, Seriously. They're babies. Keep yeah. them innocent. You know, did you That's see that? F- mm-hmm. I'm sorry. There's, like, cartoons now, which I'm all for. Like, showing, like, pride stuff, which I'm all for it. However, which one? Oh man, what's that? Really? I, I saw I something like SpongeBob. No, no, I think it was Blue's Clues. I know that they put out this awesome music video, and it was oh. like it was talking about the ABCs, but it was like a Pride festival. So it oh, was cool. I thought that was beautiful. I was like, that's fabulous because you're introducing it to them, but you're mm-hmm. not showing men kissing, you know? At, yeah, yeah. And I remember there was some show. Oh man, maybe it was like a fake thing on TikTok, but <laughs> I saw something where like two characters. I don't think it was the Rugrats. I don't know what show that got like rebooted, and they mm-hmm. made an episode where it was like the parent came out as gay, and oh, they were just nice. like oh, yeah. showing public affection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, you saw it? Public yeah. affection like should be on like a cartoon. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot, but I, I do think that the talk of it at this age, I think it's okay. You know, yeah. I, I people are like, oh, I don't think you should put pride stuff on children yet, but they're seeing it more and more. Yeah, yeah. Some kids if have you don't to say, Yeah, yeah, that's so true. So to them, that's like okay, I'm not normal because I don't have a mom and a dad. So yeah. to include them a bit, I'm, I'm liking it. Yeah. But I'm not liking the PDA. Because also there's TikTok, okay? TikTok it has been like the number one app where you can literally <laughs> learn everything. Yes. So, and kids are on that. Yes. And the shit you learn on there sometimes are not for kids. But like parents, you know, they just download the app, give it to the kid, enjoy. Yeah. Because it's just videos. But you don't know sometimes what the kid is like scrolling through. Yeah. So it's like if they don't learn it in school, they might learn it. On the internet. Yeah. 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 On social media. Oh, it's like, scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we were growing up, we didn't have technology. Yeah. I know you guys grew up like, you know, we, we all didn't have grew social up. media. Not like we, that. Not like had, this. Not like that. We now. had technology like uh, the paint, like the paint thing. Remember paint on, <laughs> on windows? Oh, on man. windows, like you could paint oh, the brushes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, but wow. that's it. Or like mine, Minecraft, something yes. like that. All our things were, were on the computer. Minesweep, yeah. yeah. Like once we left the house, but no internet. We didn't have any of that. I remember if you to go to the internet, you had to disconnect the phone cable out the wall to put the internet and yeah. like we would only be able to use like KOL which is like kids yeah, like yeah, internet. Yeah. so you couldn't even go on like myspace.com yeah. no, I feel time. old I feel so right? old Ew. but these kids are growing up on technology and like their mental health to me is getting screwed I don't care what anybody says I feel okay. like social media is definitely screwing with mental health on young girls because they're seeing what Not they should men? be. Young men. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me. Yeah. On young people. Men too. Yeah, you're right. Young people in general. But I do think that as they grow up in this era of technology and social media, the more they want to be like the people that they're yeah. seeing. I we agree didn't have that. that. I agree yeah, with that. Yeah. You know, we didn't have that. We didn't have. We weren't looking up to like Black China, you know. Like, we weren't looking. Up, oh man, that is an idol to a lot Sti- of my girls. Still not looking up to her, but yeah. to this day, <laughs> no. But shout out to the people that that's that their do, idol, you know. <laughs> but it's like you know, but like it, it bugs me out. It really bugs me out, and I, I I'm trying to keep my my kid is only three, but and it's it's, it's gonna be tough. It scares me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be tough. it really scares me. But we'll see. Especially <laughs> now, like you know, my nephew went to school. His first experience with school was at home with a tablet online, you like. See? Then he he actually got to go, but it's like it's not the same. I never got a chance to like just stay home and I'll be in school right. on my tablet. Yeah. Like that was never stay a home. Thing. Oh my god, my first phone was in eighth grade. That's crazy. <laughs> like now yeah. I think about it, my kids, my cousins are like in second grade with cell phones or iPhones. When I go, yeah, uh, yeah. what? Privilege. <laughs> <laughs> I was just chirp chirping my way around places in eighth grade. Right. It's crazy. Okay, so talking about mental health. If you're someone who suffers from mental health, anxiety, um, then keep listening because th- you might love these products, okay? Yes, yes. So 
before anything, we want to thank our sponsors, Charlotte's Web, for sponsoring this video. Um, if you guys don't know about Charlotte's Web, they're an amazing company that um, they support, you know, relaxation. They support calmness, like peace, you know, what we need in yes. this life because <laughs> it's fucking intense out here. Calmness when you're dealing with stress, when you're dealing with, like, sleep problems mm-hmm. yeah you know we're not saying that it'll solve it but it'll definitely help your sleep cycle so for example we've tried the lime gummies and natasha really loves the sleep ones that and the oil yes that, the sleep it. one has melatonin the lime one doesn't it's really for calm there's another flavor like the ginger one the ginger mm-hmm. gummies they help inflammation yeah so i guess when you go to the gym or even if you're injured they help with inflammation and we've, and we've been, been trying it. yeah we've been trying these products for about like like over a month now yeah and we can't get enough yeah. just because like especially the oil for me it's like now i'm and loving all, more and more they're all hemp, hemp extract infused awesome so yeah, yeah cbd basically so they're non-gmo gluten-free kosher like vegan what else you want like right <laughs> and i love that they're a family-owned company like that yeah. just sounds great to me like, i don't know like it sounds like i could trust them <laughs> for some reason because you know me and my family we want that like mm-hmm. we want to own a company that yeah. you know hopefully and, gets and our, comfortable not only us our family us. have tried it as well yeah so, my okay. brother you already know it. my brother be in there <laughs> so yeah um but yeah use our code because we have a code um, mm-hmm. and get 15% off. The code is TYSP. Okay. And the link is going to be in the description below. Yeah. But yeah. We hope Try you enjoy on. and you love it as yeah. much as we do. <laughs> I know. Because we got to get refills. <laughs> I can't wait to try it myself because Lord knows I need help with my sleep. Oh, man. Like, Yo, it helps. Like, you sleep like a baby. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, obviously, it's not going to fix anything, but it's just having that calmness, that relaxation yeah. is important. It when is. You, especially. The, with the, it just helps reduce stress, which yeah. is like a thing. Needed. Form of self-care. It, it's Increasing yeah. mental health right there. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those forms, you know? Yeah. But yeah, so let's get back into this video. Do you want to go put yourself in my shoes? Yes. Okay. So the put yourself in my shoes that we have today. By the way, if you don't know what it is, this is basically where we just give you advice on your situation or your friends or your baby mamas, anybody's situation. (laughs) It's anonymous. You send it in. We discuss it with our guests by ourselves. So this one, it's regarding the person who sent about their situation dealing with I guess their baby father. Yeah, so this is something we've already discussed. Yes. Um, but we want to hear other people's perspective, especially somebody that has a kid. Because um, we don't have no kids, but we still <laughs> give our perspective. Yeah, that like, don't stop us. Okay? Yeah, co-parenting is tough, but okay. Exactly. And we're going to keep it going with um, with guys, because we want to hear guys' perspective on this too. Mm-hmm. But so this um, situation goes as follows. It was very, listen, this is very interesting. Um, so it stays anonymous. But someone sent this to me. It says, uh, talk about being in love with a broke nigga. Okay, okay. we're going to say guy, okay? <laughs> Even though I already said nigga. <laughs> um, and can't get out of that relationship. Okay? Uh, so apparently she says that her kid loves them together. So that's one thing that's keeping them together. And she's been trying to, you know... She's been holding it down. As yeah, well. motivate him. They've already had the conversation already of like what he should do, but apparently he just wants to stay home, mm. do nothing. Yeah, I think um, he's unemployed, and she's been holding it down for like a few years. Yeah, uh, like trying, it's trying been a couple him, years. Yeah, yeah, to get a job to like maintain or help out. Yeah, at know. this point, she doesn't feel like he's the one for her. Ah, I was gonna ask that question. How is she? How does she feel? Because yeah. <laughs> she does not feel like she's the one, but also she 
she cares of course the baby of course because nobody wants to grow up in a broken home i feel like that affects mental health too yeah but i don't feel like that it's broken just because your parents aren't together like it just means they're not together it didn't work out because what if they would have been together and fighting all the time yeah but as a kid you don't understand that like i feel like you understand that as you grow up like you're like okay i understand that my mom you know and my my father was like this and like i get boy both perspectives Mm -hmm. but like growing up i feel like especially with the friends around who probably do have family that are still together it's like why don't i have that why don't i do this i I was that kid my all my cousins had their mothers and fathers and i was the only one from a single mom exactly exactly so it's like as a child it'll affect you once you start growing up and understanding yeah so i guess the question is do you think she should stay or she should dip or it's bad because i'm probably giving out too much personal but i literally just that was me like Mm. you know i was in something for the kid and not for me you know and it it wasn't okay on my mental when i tell you that i was developing anxiety depression you know because i was doing so much to keep this alive you Mm -hmm. know and I realized, like, yo, you, you can't do that to yourself. You literally cannot suffer yourself because the more you suffer, the more your kid watches you suffer. Yeah. And I, I had like, a rude yeah. awakening. You know, it's it's if not... you're not good, they won't be good because exactly. they're not seeing you be good. You know, and sorry, there's one more thing I didn't mention. Yeah. So apparently, um, the way she says this, she said that his family are bums. So apparently, oh. that's like all he knows. Okay. Oh. So none of so them. So he doesn't know how to. He doesn't know anything else. Like this is. So she's mm-hmm. saying like, she um, she even says like what she thinks. Like she says that they're they that before you get with someone and have a child with them, you should like know their flaws yeah. and stuff. Get to know their flaws and their family and the family is very important. She said all of these things, but she's saying that their family, you know, is like a reflection kind of of him. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't want to be a part of it, but she just don't know how to go about it. So what do you think she should do? That's hard. I mean, I... It's tough. I, I see, thank God you told me that piece because now I'm wondering, like, you know, did he see that? Like, is that all he knows? Like, what's going on with him as well? So, like, exactly. you really want to understand what he's going through. Where, why isn't there motivation? What is causing him to want to stay home? Is it because of that all he knows? But you just answered that for me. So now I'm thinking, like, all right, so what could we do to understand what is it that you want to do with your life? You know, like, if he was my client, honestly, like, it's it's less of a conversation with her and it's more of a conversation with him if she of wants course. to keep this, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. alive. But if she feels like he's not the one, I also don't agree with her forcing. Mm-hmm. And also it's been years. So if yeah, you're you were years, in that. That's giving me a heart attack. Exactly. <laughs> like, so if it were you and you've been trying, you've been having this conversation. I was in her shoes. And it's you know, like but, no change behavior. Yeah. See, that was my issue. I mean, it wasn't about someone like not being motivated because, you know, that was fine. But it was just the issue of not having that mutual love for someone due to an issue you know due to behaviors i guess mm-hmm. you can say you oh, know yeah. so i kind of remember just being like okay but i want my kid to not go through what i did not right, having yeah. a dad in my right. life you know so i rather take that heat on of being unhappy to be with really? someone that's what i was thinking you know and then after a while i was like mm, no like I, so, I can't do this no more so, but how do you have the conversation with the kid then yeah what was that like explaining (laughs) well again i have an autistic daughter so it's a little bit different you know but she also has like other you know separation with her mom like she loves me to death obviously i'm the i'm her go-to human so Mm -hmm. with her you know even when i was with her dad or not she was always so attached to me and never really cared about others so she doesn't care about who's in the house or not. Like, as long as my mom <laughs> as long is home, as you're there. like, any, everybody else is chopped liver, yeah, you know? So that's cute. with her, she doesn't understand yet. But when it gets to that point, it gets to that point, you know? But with her, I also feel like she's doing the right thing by reaching out because that's how you know that yeah. she's 
coming to terms with okay maybe this is not what i want you know do you think they should like do couple therapy or therapy is important it should no i believe in couples therapy of course but i believe in couples therapy only if both parties want to do this Mm. you know like i see it all the time it's always one person wanting to do it and the other person just like being dragged and they're like i'm here because she told me to be or or i'm here because he wants to come (laughs) no one wants to deal with um not deal with it but like on a therapeutic end we want to make sure that we're helping you become successful and yeah. understand what's happening so we can, you know, you, you. You have to want that more than Then the I therapist. want that for you, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And that's how I feel like it always is. I feel like I always want the best for my client. And I want the to I mean, this. it sounds like she knows. I feel like she like knows. what she but should do. denial, girl. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it sounds like she knows what she should do and, like, what to do. It's just she doesn't know, like, how to do, take the first step, I guess. Yeah, Because it sounds like she's already, she's already saying, like, you know, she's over it. She, he's not the one. She's there for the kid. Yeah. So it's like all these things. She already knows what she should do. And that's the struggle with momhood also. It's like we forget that we were someone before we became moms. And what happens is we put everything before Before. ourselves. Like, you know, and that is something that I feel like mental health, again, fits in. Mental health fits in with everything with me. (laughs) Seriously. It's true. Simply that. Like, you know, like you have to... It's that, okay, what kind of respect do I want as a woman? You know, like, what is it that I want my kids to see, you know, how life, not life should be, but, like, what happiness is, you know, yeah. what it is to be successful, not successful, because every success also is different. When I say success, I always tell my clients, it's not about having the luxuries, the money, the material things. Success meaning that you have that inner happy success. And it's whatever it's success, success means to you. Yeah. Exactly. You know, with riches as well. You know, some people's riches is just like having a roof over the head. Like, some of my clients are like, oh, miss, my, my fridge is stocked this week. Like, that's God, it. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. and that's their a lot success. Of don't have that. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Whereas other successes, oh, I hit like 10 mil finally in my bank account, you know? And it, it, again, the first. That's why I always say, like, it's very important that you know what you want and what yourself, like, needs, you know? Yeah, yeah I, I would say the same thing. Like, yeah. I feel like putting yourself first is um, always important. Is always important. And your child is going to see that. Like, yeah. they're going to feel it rather than, like, you being very depressed in a relationship that you don't want to be in. I feel like it affects the kid even more. So, as someone that didn't grow up, like, with a, you know, a family. Uh, and turned out a eye. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like as long as you show your child enough love, you, you know, you, you like, as long as they don't feel alone, they don't yes. feel, like, the pain or anything of, like, a broken home. They're going to be okay. If they need therapy, listen, all, we all do. We yeah. in there. We, we all do. <laughs> Everybody do. You know, and, and again, it's about how you make the co-parenting. Because you yeah. probably won't even need to, like, stress out or traumatize your kid. You know, you literally could probably do this. I mean, it's, you know, I feel like I have a great co-parenting right now situation happening. And I feel like my daughter sees a difference. You know, nice. I feel like she sees her mom more happy. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, but like, once, you, once you start dating, you know what I mean? Oh, let's talk about that. <laughs> once you start dating, co-parenting, you know, she's seeing another guy or oh. like... We we had a trendy regarding that. Like, does that does that add value to the dating scene or does it... Having a like, kid? decrease value. It's yeah. What I'm saying, it'll still fuck up, you know, with the mental health thing with the kid. Like, once they see another man around. Yeah, but it, it also depends it's on weird. what this man is doing for this kid. Like, if yeah. this man is... How much clearly, love he shows, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, if he's making the child feel included, if he's making the child... If he's doing things like kid activities, if he wants to... So, I'm actually in a situation now where I'm actually dating while co-parenting and mm. it is the hard it like made co-parenting go like you know, <laughs> it dropped a yeah, bit you know but i feel like if like i'm with someone now. that's putting my kid first before me yeah that's what i want you mm-hmm. know like 
if you're sacrificing your Sundays to make it a family day and every Sunday has been family day, yeah. to me, that shows that you want to include my child in this happiness, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's, I feel like, but again, it's not all the time. Sometimes mm-hmm. it could be that the mom is always out at night and doesn't get to spend time with the kid because this guy is keeping them away uh, from the kid. Yeah. You see, so when you I actually watched that episode and I was like, holy crap, like this is exactly, like I think you guys said some type of trendy. It was a similar situation like where dating with a kid, like, you know, like how hard is that? I was like, oh crap, this is exactly what I'm going through. Like, what yeah, do I yeah, do? It's tough. How yeah. can I like this a thousand times? Yes, how can I like, you know, like, oh man. It's tough. But it's hard and I think that it's important that you put your happiness first as moms. You know, we were someone before and if our kids like, are happy, it's great. I guess I would say choose your heart. Like, yes. you Amen. know, being miserable <laughs> in that and have seeing your kid happy because you're with the parent is hard, but also, uh, not being with that parent and co-parenting, yeah. but being happy. That's hard, too, on your yeah. kid. But, like, choose your heart. Yeah. yeah. Nothing is going to be I think easy. they just focus on, like, protecting a kid. But, listen, your kid is going to be fine. Yes. Because, I, I, you know, you always want to protect the kid as, like, any way you can. Yeah. Not only, like, physically or whatever you want to mentally, you know, you don't want them to go through what you're going through. But at yes. the end of the day, it's so much you can do. Amen. Be happy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, that yeah. was our our put yourself in my shoes. Thank you so much for coming, of Selena. Course, uh, of course. We love having our, our favorite social worker. Everything <laughs> is mean, so good. Uh, we hope you come back. <laughs> and course. yeah, we just want to thank everyone for watching. Make sure you follow us at Talk Your Shit Pod on Instagram, our Twitter, on Twitter. Yes, our personal accounts at Stephanie Mix Three Barcasel. Do you want to give any Ew. account they can follow? Ew. Yeah. So uh, Selena Wallace. That's. I mean, it's a little spelled, a little different. So you know, that's. <laughs> I'm sure you we'll guys put it, yeah, we'll put it in the link there. Yeah. Um, do you want them to follow like any social Please. Any so, mental health? Um, you know, what I like to, well, if you follow my Selena, my professional account that I put out there, that's all about mental health. Oh, that's great. all about anxiety treatment. So if you want to just like figure out some type of technique, you know, I say follow that. Go I, there. Yes. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I put, we'll up, put that there. Yeah. Please. Because nice. that's, that's what I focus on. I want to make sure it's out there, the information that I'm gathering. And I always cite the source. So nice. It ain't coming from me sometimes. It's important. It's important. <laughs> and we want to shout out our favorite executive producer gabriel who couldn't be here today but we love you boo <laughs> uh so follow him at lfn network at producer Ghana, that's his personal and at learn filmmaking and remember that we talk our chanel so you can talk your shit later bye <laughs>